Hi, my name is Sarah. I'm Sierra. And I'm Bianca. We go to Cal State University San Marcos. My major is criminal justice. Mine is anthropology. And mine is sociology. We are going to be talking about critical race theory. What is CRT? What is the history of it? And where it stands today? So critical race theory is a theoretical and interpretive mode that examines the appearance of race and racism across dominant cultural modes of expression. The term critical race theory was coined by Kimberly, Kimberly Crenshaw, and she makes note that it isn't just confined to statistics, but it's also an evolving and malleable practice. CRT looks at and critiques how the social construction of race and racism perpetuates a racial system where people of color are left at the bottom. And it also points out that race intersects with other identifying parts of a person, such as sexuality and gender. CRT acknowledges some very important facts. One, that race is not biological, but rather a social construct. And racism is quote unquote normal with certain aspects within certain aspects of society, such as the legal system. Going into the background and early history, the person widely credited with coining the term is Kimberly Crenshaw, a law professor at the UCLA School of Law and Columbia Law School, taking up the possibility that a unique confluence of temporal, institutional, and political factors set the stage out of which CRT emerged. The boycott and the subsequent course not only drew attention to the limited scope of institutional form, but it also cast light on the contemporary flashpoints of long-term tensions within Black political thought about how to frame and engage racial power. This indeed is the task of a broadened interdisciplinary CRT to remap the racial contours of the way that people see the world that we live in. Then in doing so, we create a new set of possibilities of racial justice activists. Okay, so talking about critical race theory today, I was reading an article and there's a quote that states, Obama as a candidate and subsequently as the first African-American president has come to signify post-racialism by virtue of what he affirms and what he omits and what he draws attention to and what he directs elsewhere. And it continues to say, although the celebration prompted by Obama's victory was indeed monumental, his breakthrough did not open up a raceless space beyond the glass ceiling so much as it created a new space for race and uncharted terrain. So even though having a black president in America showed progress in comparison to our past in America, it didn't mean that racism was suddenly gone in America and we still have a, a huge issue and problem around it today here. Um, not everyone is treated equally. We see this in the workplace communities essentially everywhere. Another quote I found from a different article States, U.S. social institutions, for example, the criminal justice system, education system, labor market, housing market, and healthcare system are laced with racism embedded in laws, regulations, rules, and procedures that lead to differential outcomes by race. So all of, the, all of these things that arise from racism affect everyone differently and it's it's not equal. There's no equity in in it for people. Um, so in order for us to see change, a good start would be implementing CRT into our education systems, but not everyone agrees with that, Which unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so I was reading another 
article and they did a, a study or a poll and only 49% of Americans believe that CRT should be taught in schools. And this was just, I think it was, yeah, should not be taught in schools. I think it was like 2000 people and some of them were parents and some of them were just other Mm -hmm. Americans. Yeah. Just a random group of people and not even quite half of people believe this should be taught in schools, which is alarming. And we all believe that it should be taught to everyone in to add on to that, I feel like if we were being taught about slavery, we should also be taught about the CRT mm-hmm. because it's just as important as it's like being taught like the truth of it. Because like when we look at like slavery, they don't even teach you like the full reality of it. No, they like, don't go into detail. Like no, they, they like do like real surface level stuff where it's like, oh, like you know, there was hangings and like this, that, and the other. There's beatings. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's, like, you don't hear, like, the stories of, like, the true, like, torture these people went through. Yeah. And so it's, like, if you're going to teach it, you got to teach it right. Even when... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was taking a class a few semesters ago. It was, like, um, I can't remember the name of the class, but the professor was teaching us about that, how we, the history that's taught in American schools is not even the correct story and we leave a bunch out and kind of manipulate the story so that i think i learned that too i learned yeah. that in my history class and it I was took, it was yeah. some some type of history class that yeah. i was taking but it just it's crazy that people in our country don't agree that this stuff needs to be taught and it's like why this is Don't very important because so. it still happens today. People are this like, is why we're still having that's why a problem. it's still a problem till today. Like recently, like the George Floyd mm-hmm. case. But I think it's because like when we talk about it, there's like one like group in society that is like really pointed out for yeah. kind of being at fault. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like, it's not the entire community, but it's like, this is just the history. And if we don't sit down and have the conversation, conversation, we're never going to change. So it's like they prefer to just be like oblivious or purposely and blind sweep it to it. under the rug. Literally, like, it's like trying to pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. And when it like, definitely did. Nothing's going to change if we keep allowing that to happen. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's because so many people are uneducated and don't care to get proper education yeah. about it and it just if it doesn't affect them then they don't care and also some people just have hatred in them. literally and that's also just not but where does that people. stem from that stems from history because you're that taught, always goes back yeah you're, you're taught like you're educated. taught to be racist you're taught to hate yeah. people you're taught you're taught things. at a young age and then you just grow up mm-hmm. living yeah. that way mm-hmm. which is why i think it's so important to stress and why i think the first place to start with with getting gaining any change is the education system. system I agree. Mm-hmm. Because like you can't always trust the home life. No. And like, you can't trust the parents because you don't know their perspective on it. And yeah. kids are the easiest people to teach. Target. Like it's yeah. a lot harder to change a grown adult's a mind about something. Yeah. Like yeah. Um let's see. So yeah, this I think that's the root of the root of the problem or why we still see this happening today is because we don't, it's not in our, we're not educating children properly. There's one more quote that says, or it's talking about how nine states have banned 
the discussion, training, and or orientation that the U.S. is inherently racist, as well as any discussions about conscious and unconscious bias, privilege, discrimination, and oppression. These parameters also extend beyond race to include gender lectures and discussions, which uh, that just, I mean, that's like we keep saying, that's the problem is we need people to want these classes in school and it to be able to be taught it all goes back to education like you said it does and that's like it's hard because it's like when you try to teach kids though it's like they don't even know what they need to to understand they don't even know what they need to be taught because it's like they're not being taught at home so it's like they can't go to school and say hey i want to learn about race theory or i want to learn about like gender Gender issues issues or like any of that how all of it comes together to make a person they don't learn that, like, I didn't learn that till I was in college. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't understand that, you know, your race and your sexuality or whatever else there is to you all comes together and makes you up. Like, that's true. You can't have a kid who, in high school, unless they're, like, doing their own research, say, we need to have this in school. Like, we need to learn this. And so it's, like, how do you teach them if they can't even ask for help? Because then you have the parents who are, like, we can't teach this. We can't teach this at all. Exactly. And another example, going back to Obama being the first president and just because like he was or the black president ever, that there was never a woman president. Mm -mm. Like, why is that? And then when there was one that was like running, she was like trashed on, like literally. (laughs) She was trashed on immediately. What makes her less able than a man? I mean, I feel like we just can come to the conclusion like it's going to take a long time because even in our lifetimes, like we've seen very minimal amounts of change, if any change. Yeah. We've seen like more, I think, acceptance, acceptance of different things. Of like, different, like, like, gender, like, like, we're, yeah, we're more welcome, like to being like, oh, okay, like I'll have a gay best friend before I'll even talk about any of those hard hitting subjects. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, that's fine, but remember that subject can also be a part of your friend, too. Exactly. So it's like we have to have, like, both of them. We have to have these conversations. Literally. And it's, like, it's hard because, like, I could sit down with an older generation person and they don't want to hear anything about it. Exactly. And it's like, oh, like, that's a bad lifestyle or no, you know, it wasn't totally racist or this is racist or it's only partly racist. And I'm like, yeah, like, people like that, though, tend to live in the past, and they don't understand that society moves and grows with us, mm-hmm. and that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So, I think we're running out of time, but... To conclude. <laughs> so, I mean, hopefully you have a better understanding now of what critical race theory is, if you weren't exactly sure before listening to this podcast, and hopefully we can as a society or people who who are willing to further their education and learn can all push the rest of society and keep talking about it so that it becomes more normalized and more accepted yeah let's just not be racist guys yeah yeah (laughs) well thank you for listening to our podcast bye bye